Welcome to Co-op Mode. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. This is episode 79. Oh my goodness. And we are talking about the previews and predictions of 2022. I'm your host, Todd Oxtra, joined by my fellow co-host, Mark the Canardian Caravan. How you doing, bud? I am fantastic. Two days in a row podcasting with my man, Todd. <laughs> what can be better? <laughs> He, he still likes me, folks. That's, that's impressive. It was close when people said so this will drop before Secret Friends Unite. It will. Right? It will. So people will hear me. I have to pretend that I'm cheery and I don't hate your Star Wars shit takes. So when people are <laughs> listening to this, then they can wait until Friday and they can hear why we almost got in a fist fight over Star Wars. But for right now, hey, we're buddy, buddy. And the, the order's weird and out of sync. It's like uh, Bruno's vision in Encanto. Ciao, Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny because in Luca, ciao, Bruno, and then Bruno and Encanto. It's like, it's the someone year Bruno. Disney, yeah, someone at Disney Pixar had, you know, between ciao and uh, we don't talk about. It's just like, sorry, Bruno, someone's got it out for you. Man, man that's bad but you know what who we want to talk about this episode and it's a new person that's joining the co-op couch and that is mr matt sawinski aka the host of burn operator and co-host of the playstation drive matt welcome thank you so much for having me guys i'm, I'm so stoked to be here todd i already feel like i know you a little bit i love how much you write into the playstation drive and i keep hearing your name and it, it makes me all warm and fuzzy inside so i'm excited to be here and rock with you guys i'm i'm ready Predictions are my favorite. We're going to have a great time. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Very exciting. And I told Matt this, that this is slowly, once again, the uh, the domination of Canada on this podcast. Yeah. I'm accepting the 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 uh, the new founders of the world order in podcasting. <laughs> I said before, we've burned the White House down before. We will do it again. Don't don't start with us. Uh, we we're, we're passive until we're not. Listen. So. I'm surprised none of the satellites have picked up our uh, our secret moose armor factories. Um, so get, just don't don't mess with us. We will do something about it. We will apologize, but yep. uh, don't 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 make us upset. We have Timbit trebuchets ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practically in Lower Canada as we speak, mm -hmm. so I'm perfectly fine. It's the 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 frozen tundra, uh, <laughs> and I'm ready to go this episode. But we are going to start to get to know. Matt a little bit better because we're going to play a game of buy, rent, return back like what you did in the days of Blockbuster. Um, we've got three choices this week and it's very timely because we're going to talk about three games which I think all of them potential will come out you this year. I don't know. I don't know if anything is really guaranteed but you know we're going to play like it is and these are uh, from the three platform holders. We've got I think the official title is the sequel to the Breath of the Wild to the Legend of Zelda. Uh, maybe I get a voice this time. Is that the official <laughs> name? I would like to thank you for using the official name. Actually, too many people don't call it that. So thank you for taking That's the time true. to really get the, the full thing out there. I appreciate that. I try. They should just go with that name and just pull a triangle strategy <laughs> and just call it remove project and just call it, you know, yeah. yeah. I love I love Japanese uh, uh, naming, as you know, Matt. You're a JP, JRPG fan. <laughs> you're all in on it. I'm just waiting for the Roman numeral to be added to this name, and then we're really 100 percent ready to go. <laughs> and a fraction or some type of math equation involved yeah, more, yeah. makes it better. 
Yep. Definitely. Uh, God of War Ragnarok on PlayStation 5 and 4 and Starfield uh, exclusive to Xbox and PC and Xbox One and streaming. Did I miss any consoles? Stadia, maybe? Nobody knows anymore. I don't think Google does either. <laughs> Stadia, as they call it. Oh, well. Uh, so let's start. Uh, so, Matt, since you're a guest, um, where do you stand on these? Buy, rent, or return? So I'm going to go for the easy one first. Uh, I'm going to return Starfield, personally. I am not a massive Bethesda person. I don't think I've ever... I've like never finished... Uh, any any really proper Bethesda-developed game. The Elder Scrolls series I've tried to get into with Skyrim and then again with Skyrim and then once more with Skyrim VR. Um, but I, I, I never really 100% clicked. Um, and like, I just, I don't know. That sure it'll be good. And for the people who are going to enjoy it, it's just not, they're not usually my cup of tea. Where I start to struggle with is the buy versus the rent. Um, because God of War was like the, you know, the reboot was such a seminal entry in the series and just like one of my favorite games, uh, along with Breath of the Wild, which my opinion has soured on a little bit more as time's gone on, but like, I'm genuinely very, very excited for, for what the sequel is going to bring. Sorry. Sorry. The sequel to Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda, <laughs> Nintendo switch edition, uh, Wii U exclusive. Um, but I'm excited for this next one. So I think where I have to go with these, I think I'm going to rent God of War just because I think it's going to be a shorter experience overall. I think like if it's anything like God of War 1 is, I'm not usually one that, you know, 100%s everything. I'm not usually one that really tries to get everything under the belt. I kind of go for the story and have my fun along the way. So I feel like God of War is going to be a great like weekend game. Right, I have no insider information, but I just feel like that's going to be like a good sit down, burn through it within twenty four to forty eight hours, and I'm going to love my time with it. Breath of the Wild two, sorry, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda, blah blah blah. blah. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just going to have more time in it, just because of how big and expansive I'm expecting it to be. So I'm going to buy Breath of the Wild two. I'll rent God of War, and I would return Starfield. But it, that really depends on the day. I could switch the buy and rent very quickly, very easily, depending on how I'm feeling. But with where my where my heart is at right now. Todd, I, that, that's my chance. That's my answer. Well, it's a wise strategy for late fee uh, aversion because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what they were back in the day, but I mean, you missed a day. It was like, you know, an extra seven bucks. So oh. I think you picked the right strategy. Yeah, my, my parents were uh, never, they were very wary for renting stuff for me from Blockbuster or Rogers just because sometimes I'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's totally due in, on, on Friday. Really, it's due on Wednesday, but I'm like, I know I can buy a couple more dates. The fallout was never good. Um, but I had fun with it, so yeah, hundred percent. At least you don't have to rent. You don't have to rewind video games. That's a good thing, right? Huh. That would be forever. <laughs> Mark, uh, yes. how are we feeling on this, buddy? Uh, this is made slightly easier simply by the fact that I don't own a PlayStation Five yet. That could break out the have- shame meme. The shame yes. meme is coming, Mark. <laughs> that, that could have complicated things. But as I stand right now, uh, returning God of War, which I'm sure will be a fantastic game. However, I just I, at the current time, I can't play it. Don't know when or if I will get a PlayStation 5 even this year. Uh, so that is going to be an easy return for me simply by circumstance. Uh, that means that Starfield will be my my rental because uh, as I, I do, I, I like Bethesda games 
I, I love Skyrim. I've, I've put tons of hours into Skyrim on multiple platforms, but I also find that uh, I burn out uh, a little bit for uh, no, no pun intended for the, the burnout <laughs> pocket, but I, I do, I get burned out a little bit and I, I tend to just, uh, you know, ADHD squirrel my way uh, away from the main objective and, and then never return to it. But, you know, I, I spent my time getting a dog in a house and adopting an orphan child and he only likes the <laughs> rat and he doesn't like the dog. And it, it's just, you know, just, um, so it's, yeah. So I, I'm going to return, I'm, I'm going to rent that and just kind of see how it is. And I have to buy breath of the wild to the sequel, uh, the squeakquel as it were. Uh, sorry, I just watched <laughs> Alvin and the chipmunks with the, Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> Deep cut Mark, the squeakquel or <laughs> the was squeakquel. it the Island one is uh, there's like three of them, right? We only watched the first one. He, he enjoyed uh, okay. the first one. And then, uh, we tried to watch the squeakquel the next day and it was just like, no, um, but, you don't want to uh, miss out on the story. No, exactly. Um, so Breath of the Wild 2, definitely I'm buying that one. I put uh, 200 plus hours into Breath of the Wild Dang. in my, my my first kind of you know run through slash exploration afterwards and uh, and then started it over. Um, and I, I can't remember how many hours I put in there. Um, anyway, that's my buy. So there we go. Todd. Very nice. How you feeling? Yeah, this is a hard one because uh, I am I have a love hate with with Bethesda games. I loved Skyrim, uh, but the follow up games just kind of wore me out because uh, some RPGs do the auto leveling or they level with you. Some do not, uh, mm-hmm. where you basically walk into a region and if you go in there like, oh, I can't do anything. I'm like way underpowered. I like to know what the enemies at least are leveled at. So I have an idea if I'm going to be ready eventually and i don't remember if the fallout games do that or not i remember just getting destroyed so many times in fallout i'm like i'm not having a good time folks and i don't want to grind that much but skyrim Skyrim i love so i like i i ended up in one of my playthroughs of skyrim i went like i zigged when i should have zagged i ended up in the wrongest place that i could have and it was on an island like i took a boat there that i shouldn't have probably gotten (laughs) access to and then i couldn't figure out how to get back to like the main place and I just, everywhere I turned around, I was just getting like one shotted and just like, this isn't fun anymore. So like delete that save and start over again. Thanks for yep. wasting 15 friggin' hours of my life. Uh, I, and then getting like, just, yeah. So Sky, yeah, Skyrim definitely does that. I have nightmares of what were they called? Death claws in Fallout when I was mm. younger trying to play through Fallout 3 and then just getting absolutely ransacked because again, I, I <laughs> took a, I took a left when I should have taken a right and just getting absolutely demolished. And I was like, you know what? I am going to nuke your city, you stupid death claws. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I, I was still heartbroken after uh, you ran out the man with the hat and they ended up killing the sheriff. That was just a, that was a tough one for me. I'm like, what? What? This isn't real life. Take out this man. I don't know. Oh, well. I, so I don't know what this game is going to be like. Nobody knows what this game is going to be like, if it's going to have anything at all like we are or it's going to be No Man's Sky plus like uh, actual mechanics of flight that just gets to be overwhelming. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to return that at least for now. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. I like the thought process of it's a rental. God of War, uh, even after you beat it, the first one, you can still explore the world, take on some very hard enemies that Mm. are very daunting. And then you can just continue to have stories told to you. It's very fun. I I like that. Uh, And then I'm, I've gone back to it since when it was got the upgrade, the latest upgrade 
and it is amazing. And I'm going to play it again. I, I started it in this one. And, and Mark, quite honestly, you've got to hold off on God of War because you, or Ragnarok because you've got to play God of War first. Yes, mm-hmm. I do. So yeah, I do, so I you do have yeah. uh, my brother uh, has the the copy of that. So I, I I am going to play God of War soon. Nice. Yeah, because you you can't play Ragnarok first. You have to play the first one. No, you're a dad course, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It is like mandatory yeah. if you're a father to play it's God happening. of War. Uh, I, I bugged him for it last time I, I saw him, and uh, yeah, it's it's happening. Absolutely. And then Breath of the Wild too. I mean, I, I was not a, the biggest fan of Breath of the Wild, but I beat it and I had a great time. Um, I wasn't enamored as, as much, but I, I do appreciate what they did and I thought mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. And the sequel, I'm really anticipating, hopefully they zig when they, they normally would zag and say, you know, what, broken weapons, eh, we don't do that anymore. We've got better, <laughs> we've got better, like, uh, 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 you know, people to forge weapons. We're not incompetent. We can actually let you use your weapon for a little bit longer. So I'm hoping they do different things to just basically keep people at odds with their expectations and try some new things. If you're going to have traversal, cool, but show me something cool when I find it versus just a Korok. So I'm hoping they do that and it is a long game and it's going to be cool. And I hope we get this game this fall. Cause I think that would be awesome. A five year anniversary of breath of the wild. So there you go, folks, let us know what Don't you thought of your pirate return the game of the year. That's all. I'm just going to with the, the switch pro. No, the, I think breath of the wild to the sequel, the squeakquel, uh, should have some sort of poop reward, just like the first one did for collecting all the Korok seeds. I, I think they, they can't leave that out now. That's going to be Pona, the opponent. Opponent yeah. leaves a trail of, of two uh, poos. Yeah. You have to collect <laughs> twice as many uh, useless seeds and then you get more poop. I think See, in this one. And just you wait, because this time I think you're honestly in Todd. I don't think our weapons will break. I think our bones will break. Just try to climbing <laughs> something with the one arm or with a, with a splint on your leg as you try and make your way up the mountain. Uh, they're going to listen too much. They're going to say, you know what? Now, mm-hmm. Let's get let's get Link Advils, lots of them, and uh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to make some special potions to get him through this boss battle because he is hurting. I like that. Uh, no, he's actually gonna be a middle aged Link this time. He's like, I'm in a middle age. My back hurts. My back. I slept wrong. <laughs> I sneezed too hard. <laughs> if you sleep on the wrong bed, he's gonna wake up with like a minus five in his stamina for the day. Yeah, three hours of sleep. What? It's like instead of like you sleep the whole night, this one you're going to wake up. You're like, oh, I'm going to look at my phone. Can I fall back asleep? It's going to be the real life simulator that we always wanted. Mm-hmm. I just I, I can't wait to see just Link just snort a rail and uh, go after. So it's just like he's he's all broken. He's like, I still got to fight these guys. I don't know. how I'm going to just. All right, yep. let's go. Come on. So, uh, wait, you made him a drug addict now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's okay, good. how else we are you going to fight a, a dozen orcs with uh, with a broken leg? Listen, we also have for- something. Picking those mushrooms for a reason. Is that the first <laughs> Nintendo game with like a drug warning? No, Mar- Mario should have included that long ago. <laughs> yep. It's the like mushrooms. a plumber just finding random mushrooms yeah. and hallucinating turtles. Yeah, dude, he's definitely a drug addict. <laughs> Love he it. became a doctor somehow pushing pills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And Mark's the Nintendo fan, so there you go, folks. <laughs> and he knows exactly what he's talking about. There's no better person <laughs> yeah, to listen exactly. to. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Love this. Oh, right. We're going to get into what we've been playing, folks. This is going to be fun. So, Matt, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is your game, and I will tell you that I am horrible at this game, but I love the story. So I played on, like, the story mode. 
Mm-hmm. And I completely appreciate that. I just finished it for the first time. Um, I originally was playing it right when it came out, uh, but then I had the battle of my brain of Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn, and I could mm-hmm. not, my, I could not uh, come to terms with the differences between them. So I left Horizon alone because um, I was just having too much fun with Breath of the Wild. And I finally finished it, getting ready for Forbidden West. Um, and I was literally just playing some. Uh, I just started the Frozen Wilds, um, you know, before we started recording. But uh, I, I liked zero dawn i thought it was good i don't think i i think it's a little people make a little more out of it than i think it is and that's only for a couple reasons i think aloy is a great character Uh, i think the world is so full of such interesting lore and i think the monster design is some of the best out there it took me starting to play it more as like a monster hunter than a legend of zelda or a ghost of tsushima for it to finally click for me because i was like okay i have to really prep for each situation i have to make sure i have the right weapon and the right armor set like i have to really plan for this and i started to enjoy it more for there um but i still find myself miss i think the open world is too big uh and i think traversal around it is not exactly great like if you don't fast travel to the right point to get a strider or something that you can mount you're just kind of left running endlessly um and along with like i love aloy and i think i agree with you todd i think the main story is fantastic i think everything around that is just is okay at, at, it's really really good when it's really really good and when it's not it's just kind of there i don't think any of the characters are particularly likable uh, outside of aloy um i thought that like it was it was a really solid entry for Gorilla into this type of space, and I'm really expecting Forbidden West to be like the Uncharted one to Uncharted two kind yeah. of get like leap in terms of quality because I think a lot of what Zero Dawn does is is good. Some of it's amazing, some of it's okay, but I think it followed like it falls solidly in that kind of middle tier. But I really think that the next game is going to be something really really special uh, and kind of live up to what I think Zero Dawn was in my mind at least due to hype and everything else and how much I heard about it and now playing it years later. Um, so I, I enjoyed it and I'm really excited to see what Frozen Wilds is going to be like and I'm very, very excited for Forbidden West because I do think this is going to be a big jump forward. Uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel about Zero Dawn? I know, Todd, you just mentioned that you played it on the story mode because you enjoyed it for what it was. Uh, but what, what do you guys think? I didn't Mark? play it at all. So Todd, this is all you. Um, I hope they refine the mechanics of the combat because... Um, while I like using a bow and arrow in most games, the fact that it's your primary weapon and then you do some melee, um, I just get very uh, nervous. Like, I've gone hunting yeah. in real life before. Buck fever, if you've ever heard the term, is a reality. Like, you're like, ah, you know, and the same thing with those with those beasts when they're coming at you. It can get overwhelming. And mm-hmm. to your point, you do have to get ready because you have to use some, like, defensive techniques, some some traps and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so unlike Breath of the Wild where everything is dangerous in this world. Like, you will go and it's like, I'm getting stalked and can you get enough uh, things? So it's like, I hope they pivot a little bit and they balance not just the bow mechanics, but other things that allow you to be a little bit more creative in your combat, uh, that the bow doesn't have to always be your first option. Cause I kind of feel that's the way. And I hope they balance the humans to, uh, beasts, uh, encounters as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm really looking forward to interpoint. The fact that gorilla delivered from kill zone to this yep. is amazing. I don't know if another studio pivoted like so, so definitively to mm-hmm. their second series. 
Yeah, I agree. I think I think that I I, I appreciate that as well because yeah, sometimes the bow stuff, especially when you're fighting multiple enemies and you're just trying to like aim at one of them as you're trying to like frantically look around the stream being like where is anything else happening from uh it can get a little much so i yeah i think you're right i i am very encouraged by what we've seen from forbidden west so far so i I hope that that's going to be uh, a knock out of the park but yeah that's kind of that that's what i've been playing lately fantastic mark so i'm assuming you haven't been playing n64 games on your n64 so how is it going with the new controller Correct assumption. Uh, yeah, so I I think I mentioned on either the last episode or maybe the one before that, that I've been playing with a, a Hyperkin Admiral 64, I think is the controller's name. And uh, and then the, the holidays hit and I, I got distracted by some other games and other things. So I, I dug this controller back up and uh, really started diving into the N64 games on Nintendo Switch Online with... I'm not going to say a proper N64 controller, but it's it's shaped more like a modern controller, but has the proper C buttons rather than a stick. So it maps correctly to an actual N64 controller, but with a more modern layout. So I've been I've been playing some Ocarina, some uh, some Mario Kart, and uh, Mario 64. Uh, putting a lot more time into 64 uh, Mario 64 than uh, than the other games, but uh, I also tried the online. For, uh, for for Mario Kart, and that worked really well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm kind of enjoying it. it once once you have a, a a functional N64 controller or or you know reasonable facsimile with with the C buttons instead of a stick or weird like hold in R and use the face buttons kind of like bullshit that they use with like a, <laughs> a, a, an undocked switch or the Pro controller. Uh, it it really makes it feel better, even if the controller is not like your standard weird tri uh, sticked uh, N64 controller. So, yeah. yeah, it's um I'm I'm really enjoying it, and like I said, the the online holds up. I I haven't really tried online with any of the Nintendo Switch online games, like the mm-hmm. Super Nintendo or, or anything before, um, not to any major extent. So uh, trying it in in Super Mario Kart was a really pleasant experience. It, I, I can't really complain. It's, it's, it's good. And I, you know, I, I'm sure you could pick these apart for the emulation and, and that's been done before, but kind of getting a, like a couple of months out from the N64 launch and kind of getting a little bit of that behind me and just enjoying these games for like, I can take them anywhere. They're on my switch. Like I brought, I brought my switch to my parents' place and showed my brother this controller and I just used it in tabletop mode because the OLED switch has such a better kickstand that tabletop mode is like kind of doable now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so so I just kind of propped it up and we were both like just handing the controller back and forth playing Super Mario 64. And he was like, I think I need one of these controllers. And, uh, and my wife likes it so much, like she kept stealing it. So I think I'm going to (laughs) buy another one of those controllers. So like, the yeah it's it's just like if nintendo's not going to sell the official ones then i'm just going to keep buying these <laughs> it's it's good though i i like it it's i'm happy that i can just go back and play these and i want more in 64 games now uh especially the taking uh the take advantage of the the c buttons like uh banjo kazooie and that kind of stuff so i'm very much looking forward to uh to more games and getting into more games paper mario's there now so um 
yeah, I'm, I'm kind of enjoying this little like retro look back before Pokemon comes out. Very cool, Mark. All I got to say is hopefully Atomic Purple becomes a reality. Uh, there is a see-through purple of this controller, so you can get your Atomic Purple, Todd. I got the boring black one right now, but uh, I think the the one I'm going to buy... <laughs> black. Uh, is that the official name? Boring, boring black. black. Yeah. Irish <laughs> gray, boring black. Yeah. Uh, that, is, that is on the box. Uh, but for yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to go buy the Atomic Purple one because it's it's that like perfectly see-through like N64 style atomic purple. It's, it's pretty great. So, uh, so, so tempted I, to buy those shells for the switch where you could buy them for the controllers right. and they were see-through mm-hmm. purple. Beautiful. So good. I, I, I might be dumb, but I have a question about this controller. Do you need the GameCube adapter for it? Cause I'm seeing here on the link that Todd sent over, uh, or is it Bluetooth? It's compatible. Bluetooth. Like, so it does, it, it comes, it does come with, uh, uh, an attachment like a dongle Mm -hmm. but that's for the n the actual n64 like you could use this on a real nintendo 64 that's nice nice. yeah actually plug it in and it it works that way it's like the wave bird Um, before the wave bird exactly yeah Yeah. so you could actually use it like it's it's a bluetooth dongle for an actual functioning n64 um but that dongle has been sitting in the box and unused because it just <laughs> uses regular Bluetooth to connect cool. to the switch. Uh, the one thing I will say, if you do pick one of these up, when you're doing the sync, uh, you can't just regularly sync this controller. You have to hold the sync button and one of the C buttons because otherwise the buttons don't map correctly. Uh, so A becomes B and bottom C becomes A. It's a really weird mapping kind of thing. But when you hold in the C button, you see our faces right now. We're like, what? I know it's super weird. Um, apparently they're, they're like working on a, a firmware patch or something for the controller. But for right now, if you hold in the sync button and a C button, it just works. So. Not much to worry about, but that, yeah. that was, that was one thing that I like when I first tried it a couple of weeks ago, I was like, this doesn't work. I'm going to return it. And then I read all the stuff and I went <laughs> back and bought it again. And I was like, Oh, that just worked. Okay, cool. So nice. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. It's neat. Excellent. Well, uh, I've got a couple of games. Uh, the first will be the gunk. Um, it's a game that just kind of self launched in December, which I'm like, I, I don't know why they did this. It should have been a January game because mm-hmm. there's not much going on right now. There's like nothing releasing. This should have been a January game completely because it would get some more press because this game is already launched. But this is this is a really fun game. I believe, Mike, uh, Mark, this is by Zoink Games. Image and form. Image and form. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thunder, Thunderful. Steam, I, I always World, confuse uh, all of the. the yeah. So Thunderful is the, the overall publishers. Is overall. Okay. Image and form. Uh, okay. combined to create Thunderful Publishing or Thunderful Games. Uh, but this one is by Image and Form, who made oh, the, the Steam World games. Steam World games. Okay, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So this uh, is just Zoinks, a really fun Zoinks game. latest is uh, Lost in Random. That's right. That's right. The uh, puzzle uh, dice game, right? Um, yeah, very cool. Uh, but the gunk is a lot of fun. It's on Xbox Game Pass. Uh, I think you buy it on Xbox as well if you don't have that. might be on PC. I don't know. Um, but it's fun. You're basically this 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 duo who go to planets. Uh, one person goes out and has to clean up the gunk. You suck it up through your uh, device, and you basically are doing action platforming. There's not really 
combat, I would say, per se, that I've really experienced so far. But you're just kind of just uh, opening new ways to explore this really cool alien planet. It's very fun. There's a cool like dialogue mechanic between the person on the ship along with yourself. At times, it gets a little blue for some reason I don't understand. It's like, why do you need swearing for a game that seems like it's family friendly? It's very odd. Okay. It's like uh, a very odd choice. And I keep hearing everybody say the same thing. Like Cinemora X, uh, if you guys played that, it was like this weird, like kind of Star Fox uh, shooter kind of game. But um, and they they'd randomly drop like the most obscene curses and like talk about like rape and stuff. Like it was so weird <laughs> to see these like animals. Well, they don't do like, that in this game, folks. So it was just such <laughs> a weird thing. And I was like, I was yeah, totally ready for the Star Fox X experience. And it was just like f this, f that. Like just it's so it's such a weird game. Jeez. Anyway, That's, so the gunk's not yeah. quite that bad then? No, no, the gunk is not that bad, no. But it does seem a little out of the blue because it seems like a good game to play with your family, uh, pass controller with your kids. Art style's beautiful. It's it's really their first full 3D game. It's very fun. The mechanics are great. Uh, there are upgrades and things like that. And it's more like a action-adventure game versus like a 3D platform where you think of like shooting things so um i'm enjoying it and it's a short experience from what i've heard like seven hours maybe so it's definitely a game you could go after and it's like i said it's on game pass so definitely try it out but very fun um so yeah uh halo infinite i think i'm getting close to the end i am like 12 missions in and this is like the game that never ends, like the song that goes on and on and on the campaign is wearing me out a little bit uh, but I'm still enjoying it. I still keep thinking this game is paced like a co-op game. Um, so I think it would be better as a co-op game than single player because um, I, 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 they, somebody called this the Breath of Wild of first-person shooters. I would say no. I, I think the side missions feel very rote. It's just like go to the spot and do this. Go to the spot mm-hmm. and do this. There's not real side missions where you can do stuff and explore. Um, uh, I think um, the outer our worlds did a better job with that type of like first person shooter with, with story. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's there to, to be completist if you really want to taking out like the, the, the value targets, the, the fobs, the other things as well. Um, but not necessary because you just get the Spartan cores, which allow you to do things. And I don't know who else plays with the other Spartan cores, but man, I'm just using the grapple hook. I don't yeah. use the the mm-hmm. barrier. I don't mm-hmm. use the other things. I used, I think, the one where you can see the the invisibility of the um, enemies once for that one boss battle. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, um, but yeah, it's it's really well done. And Mark, surprise, surprise, I got a Xbox Series X. Yeah, you that did. shocked me. I saw that I did. when you were selling your Series S. I and, did. Uh, um, I, yeah, I this... kind of figured you were going to lean in that direction eventually, but I was surprised that you just jumped so quickly. But it, it was the storage issue was the the final nail in the coffin with it. It was the storage issue, which to, you know, once I realized I only had like three hundred gigabytes to play with, and then you realize that the Microsoft Core games are hundred gigabytes each, so you get like three games. And you're like, what am I going to do? And then and then all this optimized for Series X games have to be on the internal drive. Yeah. So even if you're transferring back and forth from an external 
just got to be too problematic. Uh, so, um, but also the disk drive because I use GameFly and it eliminates right. an option to nice. play disk based games and also backwards compatible disk games too. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, and then also the it's got more RAM, uh, the hard drive space as well, and the 4K whatever. Um, so it, it was once again, it's super easy to, to upgrade. So I enjoy that, and I'm going to sell my Series S not at a, like a scalping rate, but like you know probably a little bit less than what I bought it for because I want hmm. people to have a system, but I just don't need it. So there you go. Yeah. But yeah. Well, nice. I'm glad that you picked that up. Yeah, I just recently got uh, mine as well, and I'm really pleasantly surprised with it so far. It's 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 an awesome piece of tech. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for Halo, I kind of agree. Like, I really, really enjoyed the campaign for what it was, but I also kind of like, again, pretty much ripped through it from story mission to story mission, doing stuff kind of like along the way if I found it was necessary. That's another example of, I think, of an open world that is kind of lifeless. Like, there isn't a lot of reason to do a lot of those combat encounters in between. Like, there's no experience points. There's no benefit to kind of going after these kind of roaming bands of enemies. Again, that's another scenario where I feel like with how much of a troubled development infinite had that like, I don't want to see that open world go away. I just really want to see it refined and figured out more for whatever the sequel is going to be. Uh, mm. But yeah, I completely understand your point. There's, there's points in that campaign where you're kind of like, okay, all right, what's next? <laughs> okay. It's coming though. I, I truly feel like they are going to build this out as a platform. We're going to get mm-hmm. DLC. We're going to get more missions. So it becomes like an evergreen game that they don't have to worry. Like it's not going to be another six years before you get more Halo content. Kind of like Gears where we got that expansion that came out. I, mm-hmm. I, I think this game has so much more uh, promise that it's it's right now it's kind of launching bare bones. Kind of like Splatoon, a lot of Nintendo franchises where it's like, eh, we're going to give you what we want to give you. And then yep. stick around because we're going to reward your patience. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. But, I mean, the game looks great um, and it runs awesome. So, mm-hmm. you know what? I, well Halo said. is one of those franchises where they delivered. And I had doubts at first, but, I mean, like, 343 is uh, uh, nailing it. And I'm not a multiplayer fan, so I'm not sticking around for that. So I will probably put it away and then come back when it is uh, the co-op comes out and play with friends. you got to nice. jump in the, uh, the Halo Saturdays with Sean. Mm-hmm. I, I dropped in. I dropped in one match this weekend and I was so tired because we, we streamed before that, uh, my wife and I, and then I like, I was just watching Sean stream and he was like, Mark, come on in. And it's like, yeah, okay, I guess. And, and I played one match and I was just like, nope, nope. Way too tired for video games now. Like, I got to go to bed. <laughs> so it was, it was like rounding about midnight or a little after at that point. So it's just, yeah. Like, yeah no, I'm, I'm if I can play Mario Kart with you, times. Mark online, you can play Halo Half Awake, and I you would be just as good as I would. On Mario Kart. <laughs> it was great to see you jump in on on uh, Mario Kart. That was that was fun. I went from like twelfth place to sixth place to eleventh place. I didn't learn any lessons. There are no lessons to be learned in Mario Kart. That's no, just it's, it's brutal. It, yep, nope. it's just nope. friendship, family ending stuff. <laughs> it's now my Very most played <laughs> Mark. That's now my most played Switch game. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure 15 yes, minutes uh, of my stream uh, exactly top, top uh, your year yeah and lastly this is a surprising game so i played effie and this game is no business to be as good as it is for 20 dollars. this is an action 3d platformer uh, from a developer I've never heard before. I got it for free on Amazon Prime Gaming, but it's on Switch, it's on PS4, it's on Xbox, and it's phenomenal. The art style is cartoonish, almost like it's like a toy. Uh, you're playing as this man 
I can't remember what his name is, Galand. And it's about a story about how your um, arrogance, uh, a witch basically stole your youth. So you look like an old man. And your goal is to get back your youth. And you are telling the story of how you got back your youth to your young daughter, whose name is Effie. But it is a beautiful, wonderful action platformer. Like I said, 3D platformer. You get a shield. You can surfboard with the shield. You can use it to beat people up. You can use like Captain America where you throw it. And it's just adorable. You have ghosts you beat up. You get these runes that give you power-ups. Um, it's got a good sense of humor. It's it's wonderful. It's very fun. I, I just really surprised me, and it just makes me want to stick around. So if you're looking for like an old-school 3D action platformer, Effie is a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah, I just looked it up, and actually, this looks a lot more interesting than I thought. Because I, I, you put Effie down, and I was like, what the hell is Effie? But <laughs> I might actually have to check this out. This actually looks cool. Mm-hmm. It's a Norwegian uh, story about uh, teens discovering themselves in a Nova Scotian beach. No, Sorry. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's based on the picture <laughs> Mark took. <laughs> yes. That's great. So, yeah, so check out Effie. It's a lot of fun. That is what we played, gentlemen. Uh, now it's time to get into our bonus round. This is what you came to listen to. This is where legends are made and fakers have to pay the results. <laughs> Mark, uh, do you want to go on the results of our projections first? You know, wait. The the what out the results? the predictions of twenty twenty one. Do you want to go on those first? Year? Oh mercy, yeah. You or do you want to wait? Let's no. Let's see how bad we did. Okay, so we're going to start off with our predictions of 2021. We'll go through our most anticipated, then we'll go into our predictions for 2022. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So let's see if we repeated any of our predictions, because I didn't even look, Mark, to see if I'm just repeating my predictions. So there we go. Uh, as we get into this, so Mark, mm-hmm. let's see. says, I'll just read this uh, verbatim. Uh, verboten? Verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> Verbatim. Verbatim would be like not allowed. Uh, I'll I'll not say that. Uh, So first off, at the start of the episode, I said we were planning out which movies we'd be able to see in theaters before Finn arrives. Strike one. This isn't going to be pretty. Mark. Yeah, that was my 2020. Oh, this 2020? 2021. No, no, no. That was so. Oh, got it. Okay. Back at 2020, uh, looking to 2021. And I was like looking at all the movie releases and then 2021 happened. Okay, uh, so that's that's how I started the the episode last year, which is like, that's that's what I did the the one before that, and I, I'm already setting it up for just like disaster. So none of my predictions <laughs> were were really solid. But uh, anyway, and apparently I said Halo. If something unless something completely goes wrong, Halo's coming out this fall. So I guess I got that right. <laughs> fall, winter. It's kind of no, winter. You said winter. last fall. Oh, was it last fall? This was, <laughs> oh my god! Was, you're reading, so that was our prediction. Oh, it was our recap prior. of last year. So was, yeah, that we started <laughs> wow. off with that recap. So, um, hey, we have uh, predictions, and and I, I saw a movie in a theater this year. So, you know, two years yet late, but we're still great. So, that's, <laughs> I, I saw Weezer in concert with my son at Target Field. So it's been a winner, is all I'll say. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go from there. So, okay, we'll get into the actual 2021, I guess, because I was a moron about this. Uh, Mark said, Nintendo really needs a heavy hitter to combat the new systems. It's going to be all in hand deck to get Breath of the Wild 2 out this fall to compete. Oof. Yeah, their big drop was a Pokemon remake and uh, silence. So that's <laughs> much or dread. <laughs> we, we, got, we got the Danganronpa 
re-release. That's something. Yeah. Yeah. They dropped. Thanks, Matt, for that reminding us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I like as much like Metro Dread was my game of the year, but I think they dropped it at such a weird time. Like that could have been a big fall franchise game. And I think Mm -hmm. it, it was either an example of Nintendo kind of being nervous about Metroid because they have been in the past or maybe nervous about going up against heavy hitters like Halo, which I don't think they had to worry about as much as they might have. So, um, yeah, Breath of the Wild too, though. Man, was I ever wrong. Perfect, Mark. You, didn't, you, I think we even, we got a trailer. That was about it. So that was your, that's all you got. Yeah. So. Be happy, as Nintendo would say. Uh, so my predictions for Switch. Wonderful 101 Special Edition announced with Beautiful Joe. Also, Joe announces the last Smash character. I wish you were right on that one. Mm-hmm. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, you said Splatoon 3 is announced, which it was. But it was free-to-play multiplayer. We still don't know. Mm-hmm. They could drop the, you know, this game's coming out free-to-play, and you buy the cosmetics, and it's whatever, so... I don't know. They've been doing some weird stuff with like things. I, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> you're, getting, you're getting a mobile uh, match three game with Splatoon. That's your multiplayer. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, Splatoon so, anyway, 99. Half, half a point for Splatoon 3 announced, maybe? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, we move on to Xbox. I said Fable is going to be announced, which it was. Uh, it's going to be uh, co-op. There's going to be a co-op element. Don't know about that yet. So I could be CG trailer for that, right? Yeah. So there could be co-op in that. We have to check in in 2023 or 24 for that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mark, you said X cloud open beta, including iOS drops at E3 for everyone. When did that drop? Mm, I think my timing was wrong, but I'm glad that iOS beta kind of existed and whatever. So again, like, 0.25 of a point or something. (laughs) It seems like it was sometime around June or July because the how to set up xCloud gaming on your phone started popping up around July. Okay. Okay. Sure. Close. So, so Matt, you can keep us honest. You can give us, you know, uh, I'll uh, do my best. Yeah. (laughs) Cheers or jeers, as I guess his TV guide would say. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's a deep cut. Yes, it is. Uh, Sony, uh, I say PS Now and PS Plus gets packaged and rebranded as rebranded as PS All Play. Includes VR games and first party undercuts undercuts Game Pass on pricing. <clears throat> Not a one that, again. We're in a rumor that that's going to happen this yeah. year. Uh, I don't know you. I loved. I remember this, and I love that you even went swinging for the name. Like you could have just been like, they're going to combine them and it's going to undercut the price. Now you even like, you were like pointing out in the crowd, like just like, this is my home run. Here's the name bitches. Like that was, that was a hell of a call. But uh, anyway, that's maybe it'll be this year. Uh, and Matt, I need you to take this back to the home office. Uh, Sean Capri called this P- PS plow. He just needs to be informed that is actually copyrighted to Jeff Kanata from DLC. He said that a year ago, so if Sean Capri takes notes for it, he will be sued. So okay. he needs to take a step back and come up with a new name. It's a good thing that oh. I'm now the face of the uh, Yumi and Capri legal team. Um, <laughs> so right. uh, I'll, I'll be make sure that, that uh, Sean hears about this and uh, we fire him. Do I get points, though? Because they did include VR games uh, in PS Plus, right? 
They did, but not on the PS. What did you call it? PS Plus. Uh, okay, now, okay, basically. okay. I don't even get any pity points. I'll give but the point, thing is, point zero zero three four. Okay, <laughs> I agree. I agree. <laughs> It'll come down to that, folks. Just watch. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're keeping track of the math here because I'm sure no. not. No, it's okay. going to be a gut I feeling. Am, Mark, I am so. now. All right, perfect. This is, uh, Mark uh, said, Last of Us 2 does not get a PS5 specific version. True. Sony uses this game to showcase cross-gen compatibility with Xbox One X style enhancements. Ooh. No. Nope. But you were not wrong about the first part. <laughs> yeah. As far as I, we know. I, okay, but I'm I'm going to say, yeah, so that my, my prediction for this I'm, I'm getting zero points for this because I really thought that this was going to be the showcase mm. for those kind of enhancements that Xbox was really and continues to to really win with. Um, so, so Sony did none of that. And, and so I'm, <laughs> I'm giving myself zero points. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking myself out of the equation for this because the, it like just straight up nothing. Nothing along the lines of what I was thinking last year. Oh, Mark, are we completely wrong? Because I'm looking down these notes. I think I'm using 2020's predictions. I look 2021's further down. <laughs> or maybe I know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm completely wrong now. I don't know. I'll, I'll just go through this. I think I'm, I think we're at, we're at an end. I will just go with this as our 2021. And you know what? Nobody will... will, will, will question us uh i said that uh this is just third party this is last of what we cover uh i said we're gonna uh ea is gonna go all in on star wars bioware remastering kotor now i'll give you a little bit of like props for that one we're getting a kotor remaster right mm -hmm. and, uh, but not by ea it's a remake technically right not, well yeah okay fine which you know what That's, like, like i said so, some partially points there i think that was a good call um and ea all in on star wars you, uh, not really. <laughs> nope uh ea got star wars taken away and uh now it's problematic also hashtag blackout star wars eclipse uh because fuck quantum yes. dream sorry fuck quantum yes. dream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep absolutely uh, anyway so that that's that thing um and I said GTA Five on Switch, so that's nope. You got the, uh, got the awesome edition, or whatever the 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 terrible edition. Um, mm -hmm. So that I'm gonna give myself uh, one dead prostitute out of twenty for that. Uh, that's that's my my score on that one. Yeah, and I would say do not look at our predictions below because they're really really bad. <laughs> so i did you know say what? Parappa the rapper is back uh so that was yeah 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 moving yep. on <laughs> yeah so uh 2020 2020 predictions are just as good as 2021 predictions yeah, that's great i mean the last oh, two years are kind of like a blur of a combined thing anyway so i mean who knows anymore uh, i will do in my my resolutions for 2022 is do a better job of keeping track of <laughs> predictions <laughs> Sorry, I actually completely missed that in the show notes. So, uh, so I was I was playing catch up there as well. So, uh, or you could just totally make that a running joke, and every year you can look at twenty twenty. Oh, we should just, just do the previous year. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Just, just <laughs> no, just it. always go back to twenty twenty. Like, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, like Paul or, Rudd or just, uh, on uh, Conan. Just yeah, exactly. uh, here's a new clip from my brand new movie, and he always shows oh, that weird alien and Mac and me. Thing. Yeah, the yeah. best, the best interview in the world. Love it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, oh well. 
so by, by my wait. count, Todd, uh, Todd got a zero point zero four four. I gave him a zero point. Uh, I gave him a plus point zero zero one uh, for for that last bonus points. Uh, Mark, I, if if I remember correctly, uh, Mark walks away with a zero point five and one dead prostitute out of twenty. So uh, yeah, who's the is real winner? The, is now? that from the GTA collection on Switch? Boys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, you can oh, really uh, put a put a. Capping that one. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Hope you're happy with your win. Your, your, your no prize is in the mail, Mark. My parents <laughs> have never been prouder. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've mentioned prostitute on the podcast. So there you go. Points. You go. Oh, yep. well. Now we're going to get into most anticipated uh, games of the uh, of 2022. And these are with release dates and maybe some that do not. So we don't specify. We just say these are games we would love to come out and we're excited for. So if we repeat any games, we'll just talk about it when someone brings them up. So Matt, uh, what mm-hmm. is your first game you're excited about? Uh, I am stoked on Pokemon Legends Arceus, Arceus, whatever, whatever the correct pronunciation is, um, because I'm a glutton for punishment. I don't know what to expect. I, I love Pokemon. I've always loved Pokemon, good and bad. Um, angry times and, and good times, but I appreciate that at least they're finally doing something a little bit different. They're mm. twi- they're taking a swing, um, regardless of how it's going to work out. I, I'm happy that it's something new. Plus, Cyndaquil is my favorite Pokemon of all time, uh, and he's finally back as a starter, so I get my little fiery boy back. Uh, so I'm, I'm stoked on Legends Arceus. I, I'm excited to see what that game's going to be, uh, and I just hope that regardless of it's going to sell what we, we we're not worried about the sales regardless of review scores. I just hope that game freak continues to do something weird, something different and just continues to play with our expectations because it's been a long time since I've been this excited for a Pokemon game and mm-hmm. I, I can't wait to see what, what it is, what it's going to be. And that's, I think the closest one that any of us are going to talk about. Cause that's coming out in what a couple of weeks, a couple three of weeks, weeks, yeah, two, three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's top of my list as well. I, I really hope the reviews are good. I hope it, it plays well. And, and I, I, all the same things I can, I can't say anything any better. And uh, also, <laughs> yes, always fire starters hundred percent. So yeah, let's, mm-hmm. let's um, I'm so confused. Why are they launching like Pokemon games, like two months in a, I mean, normally this would be like their, their, their Christmas game, right? I'm so confused. Because. Yeah, they got some. They get some targets, <laughs> I guess, in 2021 to figure out in their fiscal year. I assume that's the only reason. That might not be that far off, honestly. Yeah, my, son, my son, my son is ex- my son is excited about this game, but he's complained about the uh, performance. He's 16 years old. He's like, Dad, this game doesn't look like it's going to perform well. Like in regards to like the Switch hardware, it looks like it's staggering. So um, he thought this would get delayed for the Switch Pro, but I think he's wrong. Uh, but I hope they're going to show it again, and it looks good. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's not, that's my first one. So, Mark, what is your first one? Well, it's uh, again Pokemon Legends, but uh, I'll just uh, I'll drop Tunic. We've been waiting for that for a while. Uh, I thought the demo was cute, and it's developed by someone uh, pretty pretty close in the same province as I am. So, um, I'm pumped for that one. It's cool. Nice. Yeah, uh, I am curious about that one too. It's coming to is it coming to Game Pass? I don't know. I'm not sure. I feel like it oh. is, but I might be wrong. Or is this like a death store where it's like it's renowned, but it's not gonna it's gonna bypass Game Pass? Yeah, I ju- I did ju- I bought Death Store and I haven't started it up yet. So, okay. Um, I don't think they've officially announced Tuna coming to Game Pass. I could be wrong, but uh, anyway, that's they that's haven't. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Todd, what do you have? 
because uh, I'm going to skip Matt's game because he's going to talk about it. Uh, T- Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I have a love-hate relationship with Borderlands. Love Borderlands 2 totally did not gel with Borderlands 3. But what gets me excited about Tiny Tina's Wonderland is one of the best parts of Borderlands has been Tiny Tina. And her RPG fantasy elements bought in with Borderlands, and they're going full bore into this mix of goblins with RPGs. I'm like, okay, why not? And I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be interesting. I love the voice cast, and I uh, I hope I like it. I just have never, I had never played co-op in a Borderlands game except once, and we got so annoyed at each other for checking out our inventories. It just totally <laughs> killed the mojo of like like moving forward. Because like, which gun is good? I don't know. There's eight thousand guns in Borderlands. Mm-hmm. Which one should I get? The Venom bullets? I don't know. So I'm hoping this one like simplifies which guns you get, so you spend less times in menus. Mm-hmm. Solid. So Matt, we're going round robin. Uh, your it. game, I'm so excited be about. Better because we we don't we didn't really uh, number these out. Would it be better to just kind of read the lists and stuff to talk about stuff that we have in common, maybe? Or sure, it, it's going to become very uneven. Okay, hopefully. okay. Matt, we'll go through your list, and then if yeah. we are like it, we'll talk about it. So go Sounds with yours. Uh, yeah. So for me, my next one, Sifu. I love how badass this game looks. I think the aging mechanic is is such a cool idea. Um, I love like a good martial arts based game. Um, and it's, it's giving me like, I always think back to like the PS one Jackie Chan adventures game. Uh, I Ooh, absolutely yeah. adored that game. Um, but I'm really excited for Sifu. Combat looks like a lot of fun and I just can't wait to, you know, beat the hell out of way too many people and get very old doing it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm stoked on Sifu. My, uh, uh, my family is a martial arts uh, household. My wife and my son are both Taekwondo black belts. They're testing for their second degree black belts in April. I love martial arts as a kid. Loved it. There's a great special on Netflix. Uh, it's all about martial arts and cinema. Love it. This game, we have not had a pure, like, uh, visceral martial arts game in years. Mm-hmm. I love this. I cannot wait. Yeah, well said. Uh, remind me to never piss you off. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Not me, my, uh, my family. <laughs> Same thing. I'm useless. Uh, <laughs> uh, Horizon Forbidden West, like I uh, mentioned earlier, I really do think this is going to be a giant step up for what mm. this franchise is, uh, and I really think it's going to help cement Gr- uh, Gorilla as one of like the top tier developers out here. Uh, I really do believe in it a lot, and I'm excited just from uh, traversal to the way that you move to the way that you'll actually look like you'll have different combos and different way that the ca- the combat seems to be improved. I am very excited about this one because I do think it's going to be a big step forward for them. Uh, so I Absolutely. can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, Monarch is for the JRPG fan in me. This is a game that's being that's already out in Japan, but it's coming stateside uh, in February. Of course, why not? Why not March launch any other month of the year? Um, but it's led by a bunch of ex uh, Persona developers who you know who were there at the studio for a long time. So I'm incredibly excited uh, for Monarch. I, I just I just want to I want to play it. I want to take a look at it. It looks weird and dark and very JRPG. So I'm I'm all in on it. Um, whatever the hell Persona does, I put that on my list because we still have a number of announcements left from their anniversary. Um, Lord knows what they're going to be or when they're coming out. We know Ultimax is coming in March, which I'm excited to actually jump in and play through properly because I tried to play it back in the day. Uh, and fighting games are very much like when I'm in the mood form. Um, so I'm excited for Ultimax, but I'm also excited just to see what else they're going to do this year. If we do have any other remasters or any other reports coming, I just want to play them. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Sun. So, Matt, is when is yeah. PS4 Golden uh, or, uh, or Persona 4 Golden? I got it for my son on PC. He loved Persona 5 
and Royale, he didn't like Strikers that much because he didn't love the mechanics. Um, Is that game going to finally get out? Are other Persona games going to finally release on other platforms? I hope so. I genuinely hope so. Four Golden is still my favorite in the series. Um, it was my first one back on back up my Vita. Um, but I, I absolutely love it. And I, I hope that they continue to do this because that series is far too good for it to be stranded. Um, and I really hope Persona 6 is going to be not exclusive, even though I 99.9% of me believes that it will be. I just I hope more people get their hands on it, especially with three, three to four to five, which is pretty much like the new trilogy. Um, they're so different in like Three probably has my favorite story. Four has my favorite cast, and five is just the best overall. So I do hope three comes back in a way that they round it out with all of the stuff because there's multiple versions of the game that hold different things. One of them has a female protagonist you can play as. One of them has like an after story. So there's a it's very split apart, uh, and I want I want more Persona to be at least on PC so many people, more people can check it out. Um, so I I hope so, Todd. I really really hope so. Um, Marvel's Midnight Suns I can't wait for. Uh, I've never been a big XCOM guy, but I really love tactical RPGs, um, Fire Emblem and stuff like Dark Deity, some of my some of my favorite games out there. Three Houses is one of the best Switch games. So I'm excited for them to take a crack at Marvel because I absolutely love Marvel. I love everything about the MCU, love everything about the comics. So Midnight Suns just looks badass. It looks moody. It looks dark. It looks weird. Mm-hmm. And I just I want to hang out with you know with Wolverine and, and see what he thinks about. Uh, and I like the uh, not for that one too. It's, right? it's uh, really looking yeah, badass. I, I hope I'm, I like that. I hope I, that that style of game finally nails with me because I love the aesthetic. I like the characters. Yeah, that's that's what I'm worried about. Like the the um, the style of game, the gameplay itself, like not catching me because I mm-hmm. really want to experience this story. So I want to get into this game, but I didn't include it on my list because I'm still so iffy if I'm gonna really enjoy that type of game. So I don't, this this might be one that I. I don't know, turn on story mode or watch some cutscenes or something, but like, I really want to appreciate what they're doing with this game. So I'm, I'm glad it's on your list though. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's totally a swing in a weird direction. Not only is it a tactical RPG, it's also a card based tactical RPG. So I, un- I understand a lot of people's apprehension towards that style of gameplay. Uh, I personally really vibe with both of them and to see them together in this kind of way, I'm very curious to see if it's going to land. I'm, Still a little bit nervous just because of, again, it is it is a swing in a different direction, but I'm excited to see what comes from it. Uh, and Forspoken, uh, I'm very, very excited about. A, a little more nervous after the last round of previews and the last bit of footage that we saw. Um, mm. But the game looks awesome. The fact that Gary Wood is working on it uh, and Amy Hemmett and Amy Henning, I think, is also part of the story development. Um, Absolutely. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Very up on it. Very, very excited to see wh- uh, how this game is going to shake out. The game looks beautiful. The movement looks very fluid and fast. And I'm, I'm super, super stoked uh, to give it a whirl. And I, I can't wait. That's pretty much the end of my list so far. There's plenty more that I'm excited about, but these are the ones that I that I wanted to single out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here here and Forspoken. I'm so excited about that. I always like the surprise games. We get every year that's like, I don't know what to think. And then I get a Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm right. hoping this is it. I hope so. So Mr. Mark, here we go. Yes. Okay, so I, I mentioned uh, Starfield at the start of the show. I'm not going to talk too much more about that, but I am hoping that it takes the best of a Bethesda game and puts it in space. So there we go. Uh, Bayonetta 3, big fan of the series, and um, I'm looking forward to that one when it finally drops. I hope Hopefully so, too. I hope so, too. We'll I love Bayonetta um, 2. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And and I, I'm, I'm really hoping that drops this year. Uh, again, hoping it drops this year lego star wars the skywalker saga 
It's been delayed for 47 years now. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> it's just got to come out. Uh, Charlie wow. had a slight moment of panic earlier today and shared an, a photo with us of like a December 31st, 2022 launch. And I was like, don't worry. It's a placeholder. Mm. We tried to calm him down. I don't know if he's okay right now. He hasn't really spoken much since, but I'm hoping that game comes out sooner rather than later. I hope they don't push it to the fall. This would be a great like spring summer oh, kind yeah. of game. Like drop it on May 4th. You know, just be like, hey, oh, yeah. here's this game. May the fourth be with yep. you. It's out. Here you go. Enjoy. Uh they were talking about some DLC already. So like the Bad Batch DLC, I saw that drop on uh one of the Star Wars Twitter accounts that I follow. So um if they're already starting and planning out DLC, I'm hoping the game's got to be close to finished. Because then, why why else wouldn't that part be included in the game? So, anyway, that's. Uh, I hope that's a platform arc. I hope it's really a platform for new Star Wars content from yeah. like Disney Plus yeah. and things like that. It would just make so much sense. Um, and are we getting the voice actors from everything? Or are we getting like the people that are pretending to be the actors don't know i'm i'm guessing people <laughs> pretending to be the actors okay. but I, I i'm not sure um anyway yeah uh gotham knights is another one that i'm kind of keeping an eye on uh us along with suicide squad kill the justice league and mm-hmm. part of me is like scared that they're releasing both of those this year potentially and it's like i don't know i feel like one of them has to be bad yep. for some reason just like, just because you like mm-hmm. comic book games and stuff. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like if they're both great, that's awesome. Uh, and I hope they are. Cause I hope they're, they're different enough and, and weird enough and, and whatever. But, uh, I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to be like Avengers versus guardians. And one of them's going to be like, Ugh, and the other one's going to be like, this is surprisingly great. So, uh, we'll see. See, How did I'm Gotham sure. Knights not get the like confirmed release date, but Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad did? It's so bizarre. I, I just hope that there's a good at least four or five months between these two games, because regardless mm-hmm. of their quality, I think you're 100% right, Mark. They're going to be compared no matter what happens. So at least give yes. the first game a bit of breathing room for the second one. With stuff like recency bias and everything, it's going to be really hard for the se- whatever game comes out second. Because um, everybody's going to be talking about the second game, forget about the first. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm more excited for Suicide Squad. Personally, Gotham Knights, I'm still kind of eyeing to see how it's going to kind of, you know, shake out. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, cu- I'm very curious to see more of both of these. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's that, and I think that's where I'm at. It's like I'm curious to mm-hmm. see where they go, and I think Suicide Squad could be fun. I want to, I want to play as like King Shark and just do some <laughs> just crazy stuff with that. Um, speaking of crazy stuff, I, I never thought the first game would work, but I'm incredibly excited for the sequel, Mario Plus Rabbids: Spark of Joy. Mm-hmm. The, the first game was a delight. The DLC was great. And just give me more of that and just, just keep on going. So I can't believe they're getting a sequel. I couldn't believe the first game happened and it was good, let alone like this is continuing. Like maybe this isn't the darkest timeline. Like there's some spark <laughs> of joy right there, a spark of hope. Uh, there, there we go. This is, this is it. Um, Splatoon 3, we mentioned it already. I'm, I'm hoping uh, that 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 comes out this year. I'm hoping they, they announce more and I hope they, they change things up a little bit. We, we have Splatoon two on switch already. And, and that despite them kind of like finishing with that game still has a fairly active community online. And I see people like I have a, a Splatoon two starter guide 
on uh, on my old YouTube channel, like the Canardian YouTube channel that I don't really use anymore. And I still get comments of people asking me like over the holidays, like new people got Splatoon 2 and were saying like, how do you do this? How do you get that? How do you, you know, like, oh, I see you, you had this thing. And it like, it still gets comments. It still gets views every month. And it's like, who are these new people playing Splatoon and picking it up for the first time? And this is, this game was done with like a, a year ago or more, a couple of years, but it's, um, you know, so I, I hope they do change it up and, and get all of the audience in and, uh, and, and do some fun new things with it while still keeping it Splatoony. And, uh, that, that game's going to be bittersweet for me though. Uh, not playing with Bobby. So that's, that's the one caveat that i'll i'll add and your that. podcast mark you guys did a podcast uh, we, we yeah bobby and i had the the ink strike podcast with with my friend joe and uh it's it's gonna be weird not coming back for a little reunion or something a couple of episodes or or just like i said just just jumping in and playing uh splatoon with bobby uh it's, mark it's gonna be weird something to make bobby really proud was if you could get me to be a splatoon player <laughs> so you might have to be my Sherpa on Splatoon because I like the idea of Splatoon. I've just failed to get the control scheme uh, right, but I, I like the, the elements of it. So maybe that's really what you're here for, Mark. That's why we that's came it. together. It's, it's, you it's are to happen. make me like uh, Rocky. You're Mick. <laughs> get it, Todd. Get it. I, I was just going to say I'm going to have to start drinking whiskey and gravel to get my voice right. But like, let's do this. Uh, I'll make it work. I'm up for it, man. Um, You're going to have to go down to see him and just start throwing paint at him already. To start and be like, used to this. You can you can throw a re- you can you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and the last one on my list is is a, a dumb weird throwback edition <gasps> to yes. my list. But Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge yep. looks just like the old arcade games that I loved and used to play with my brother and my cousins. And then the Turtles in Time. It like it looks like all of those old games. And I just sometimes I need that. And, uh, for that, this to be a new game and not like a remaster of, of the old ones or a re-release of just like, you know, they could have just ported turtles in time and I would have been ecstatic, but I just really hope this is good. Uh, cause we've seen this go both ways of these like retro throwbacks and, and, you know, kind of that, that genre of game that's been coming back. Uh, and, and sometimes they do it right. Sometimes they do it really wrong. And I, from what I've seen so far, this seems to be leaning more right, but we'll 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 see. But it, it's definitely on my list of something that's like this, that's going to be a fun dumb weekend that I'm going to be like, like calling oh, yeah. my brother and my cousins to be like, just guys, come over. I've got four controllers. Let's just sit down and and rock this like we did with Turtles in Time. Let's go. Absolutely, online co-op, please. I'm not sure if they've announced it. Don't know. Uh, I don't know. I actually, I, I have no idea because I want to be sitting on my couch and playing this. Mark, it's a very expensive flight to to fly to your home base in Atlanta. Ah, fine. I have to I get a sub. Okay. I have to talk to the whales. It's not cheap. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Fine. For, to to play with you and like you know, online friends. Yes, I hope this has online multiplayer because uh, that that will be fun. But my main goal i just i want to like play this with my brother like we used to play uh super nintendo games that's that's my goal with this one anything else is a cherry on top of a hopefully delicious sunday uh todd (laughs) what are you excited for oh my goodness yeah we've talked about a bunch of these games so i'm gonna skip over the games uh that are and these are gonna be a little some deep cuts evil dead the game 
I don't know what this game is going to be. It's going to be maybe a four player versus like, you know, kind of like a back for blood with evil dead team taking on deadites. I don't know. I love the evil dead. It's one of my favorite franchises of all time. Uh, I met Bruce Campbell once through Charlie long story. Talk about later. Love that series. Hope it's good. Um, The last of Kirby. Is that what we're calling it? (laughs) I think that's a good name. Uh, Bobby is swearing at us, but I think that game looks cool. My son loves Kirby games, even the bad ones, and we love to play together. That'll be fun. I don't know if there's any multiplayer in it, but that looks a lot of fun. Uh, Just the boss fights. It's just a really good 3D platformer, so why not? Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. I cannot wait for this game. I love the fact that it's uh, supernatural, Asian, potentially some like cool third person first person like uh mysticism like uh you know big trouble in little tokyo bring me on i'm all for this game it's going to be an xbox exclusive next year but for right yep. now it's from the playstation <laughs> i can't wait for this one um i have a whole like i don't usually play too many like horror-esque games which is this is giving me a bit of vibes but uh i like the ones that make you feel powerful in a world that is constantly trying to kill you and from what we've seen of ghostfire that looks exactly like that i'm really excited to see more of this yeah absolutely i don't know if we've got a release date but you know what i'll i'll be in on this game very cool and once again it's an xbox studio now and they're making a playstation game so crazy things mm-hmm. and xbox gamers get to play this in a year so very cool uh gotta wear ragnarok we already talked about this game all right i'm all in like flynn can't wait to play it uh a game that i I'm a little bit conflicted on because I was at first when I saw a little devil inside, I'm like, yes, yes, please more saw it again. I'm not sure if I want, I really like this game, but I want to be convinced this is going to be a really cool indie game. So mm-hmm. I don't know what to expect. Uh, I hope it delivers. It may not, but still excited about that replaced. This is the Xbox game we saw in 2020, I think with like a pixel art, really cool aesthetic, like Blade Runner. Don't know about this game, whether it's coming out or not, but I think this is coming to Game Pass. So excited about that. But once again, don't know. Uh, if it's mm-hmm. These are games like that had no release date uh, in our article. Uh, and then we got Star Trek Resurgence, which I believe is a Telltale game, or at least by the Telltale people. I like Star Trek. I like the fact that we're going to get a cool game with Star Trek that's not like a Star Trek uh, Starship Simulator. This could be a lot of fun, especially with the Telltale engine. Star Trek is about relationships and exploration with those type of personalities and strange new worlds. This works really well with it. That could be cool. And lastly, gentlemen, this game could be cool. The House of the Dead remake. And I'm going to play it on Switch because I want to use pointers to shoot Mm -hmm. zombies in the head like I'm in an arcade. Hell yeah. Nice. Yep. I really I I can't wait to see the uh, the Joy-Con gun mount. Like, oh I yes, that. I need that. That's uh, yeah, that's gonna make this game a hundred percent more fun. Mm-hmm. One of the best games on Wii was that House of the Dead. Yes, it was like House ridiculously the over the top swear words. House of the Dead Overkill. Oh, I mean, it was not meant for kids. No, it was, <laughs> it was great. so ridiculous. It was so great. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I love the I love gun games and the the Wii U had a ton of them and the Switch could have a lot more. So please switch give us gun games like Zumbo Safari and uh I don't know, House of the Dead 85 through 12. So <laughs> 
All right. That is it for our prediction, our preview of what's coming. Let us know what you're excited about in the world. Mark, we did have some comments about what people were excited about in uh, 2022 in the Discord group. Let me bring that up really quick Mm -hmm. uh, so don't miss it. Uh, Famous Seamus, the most famous of Seamuses. I hope I got that right because he will kill me if I did not. Um, he said uh, he's looking uh, most in- too. You know, that's another person you know from here. Oh my god! I always yeah. think he's like from Europe because Seamus. It's just very European. So, but you know what? He's very continental. So, very very classy man. Uh, <laughs> he he said he's uh, most anticipated as Horizon Th- Forbidden West, God of War Ragnarok, Advanced Wars One and Two, Reboot nice. Camp, and Saints Row. His predictions, Persona posts coming to PS5, maybe Switch as well if we're lucky, and PSVR 2 release sometime in the fall. I think mm. we're all lined that that's going to happen. Uh, Jedi Sean, our friend Sean, said, I want something, I want a completely new game, something different. I think he's just burned out on Destiny because he's been playing like <laughs> a million hours of that forever. Um, yeah, Dude, and we're going to get round out our fire team. There you go. Yeah, we're just in it. Yeah. And then uh, the Winter Gamer, uh, Brendan, uh, said, mine is just getting a good amount of gaming in. I think we could all use nice. more time to game. Brendan mm-hmm. Myers, yeah, I feel you on that one, bud. That's, uh, and that might be tough for him this year. So good well, That's right. Uh, yeah, being a parent, oof. Mm-hmm. Unless, you're yeah. 16, unless your kid is 16 and wants to game and ignore you, yeah. New, there you go. New kid, that's... Uh, that's I, I feel that I can, from my experience anyway, that getting getting more time to game could be tough. Uh, sufficient can happen, especially if you mm. you optimize your switch time, uh, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it it's it's going to be a balance between like how much sleep do I need and how much gaming do I want to play or want to get done. So uh, good luck on that one. That is that is all I'll say. You yeah. got this winner. You can do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. It's 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 tactical game time. If they're sleeping, you're gaming and then you're mm-hmm. exhausted. That's all I will say. <laughs> we can sleep when we're dead. That's all. Yeah. Speaking of which, Mark is like it's like he gets like three hours of sleep a night because he podcasts at like midnight. So there you go. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> sleep when I'm dead. Just like, uh, all just, right. Yeah. Gentlemen, we are at the final countdown. Our predictions for 2022. I'm going to get the year right this time. So when people listen, they're like, what year is this? I don't know. Oh, well, we'll start with Sony. Um, Mark. So. Killzone's coming back. That's all I got to say. I don't even have anything like else to add. I don't know if it's still going to be the same developer or if Sony will give it to like uh, another team and just kind of let them focus on uh, horizon or whatever. But like, what was the last game? Killzone Shadowfall 2013 PS4 launch game. Launch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well received, sold well. Why are they sitting on this franchise? It's coming back. Mark, uh, or sorry, Matt, drop, but I think it'll be announced. Matt, Sony expert who develops it, who develops it. I don't know who they would give it to, honestly. I don't know if they wouldn't go for outside of first party. I, everybody everybody in the first party seems busy. Like, they're all working on stuff. Like, between the rumored games that we heard about, right. like the possible Uncharted and stuff, I don't know if they would take any... Unless they unless they very stealthily built, like, a second or third team into, like, if they if they give... Because Gorilla is supposedly working on some multiplayer shooter. There is a second team they're working on something. Hmm. Um, is it Killzone? Possibly. 
Um, otherwise, I don't know. They, maybe they give the license out to somebody else and ask, and let somebody else develop it. But I don't. I don't know if anybody in, in the first party first party studios outside of a team we don't know about would take it on. Unless, like I said, it's a, another guerrilla team that we just they snuck in and we don't know about yet. Mm. Not a Sobi. <laughs> Not a Sobi. <laughs> a Sobi's doing too many cute things. I know that'd be cute. A deformed, super deformed kill zone, like a yeah. uh, little big planet, right? There you go. Now we're talking. <laughs> I'd love that. Oh, super cute shooter. Um, Matt. Yeah. So I, I like to get pretty outlandish with my predictions, generally speaking. I'm more of like a pie in the sky. Let's go, let's go for it. Um, so I'm going to say the new Blue Point game is unveiled. Uh, and I'm going to say that it is a sequel to Bloodborne. Now, whether it's going to be called Bloodborne 2 I don't, I don't think it will be. It might be Bloodborne colon something, something other. But I do think they're working on Bloodborne. I do think they've been really cagey about what they're talking about. They're like, it's a new game, but it's they're not really addressing whether it's a new IP. They just keep talking about it's a new game. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything else. I mean, they have a bit of the framework from working on Demon's Souls. They know how the systems work. They have enough of that kind of base for them to take on a successor to what Bloodborne is. So I think... I think we're going to find out that Bluepoint is working on a, a successor to Bloodborne, uh, and I think um, we'll get we'll get a trailer for it, but it's not going to come out this year. But we will see it, is what I'm going to say. When you said colon, I'm like, Bloodborne, ouch, my colon, is the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a name. Uh, there we go. Uh, for me, I'm going to say Jack and Daxter gets a Ratchet and Clank style remake by Team Asobi. So cute, but I don't know if they do that. But it could be Blue, Blue Point too. But I think uh, Jack and Dexter needs to come back because we have not seen them in years. I think the PS3 is the last time we saw them. So in their like collection. So I would love to see them come back. Ooh, I would love that. And Asobi is a hundred percent the right team to handle that. Um, and I, I would really love. To. So do you think it's a remake of the first one, like a like a soft reboot? In Stalem with Ratchet and Clank, or do you think they're going to kind of do something new with it? Uh, I think I could be because the first game felt more like an action platformer versus the other games, which became like GTA, Jack and Dexter with weapons yep. and got a little edgy. But I think that series needs to come back because I think Ratchet and Clank has been reinvented, and mm. Ratchet and Clank is, or sorry, Jack and Dexter is long forgotten. Mm. Do you see Asobi possibly doing like a crossover game? Where they have like Astrobot as the kind of Nick Fury going oh. around, and here's Jack and Daxter, here's Ratchet Ooh, and Clank, like a and what like a, if or bringing of the the crossing of the 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 multiverse with yeah. Sony properties with the platformer. Okay. Based, have based we just broke it? Have we just broke it? And then Sly Cooper so. comes in, and it's just right? like people show go. up. Oh there my go. goodness! Ah, I love it. I'm all in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Easy. It was the PS PCU. The PlayStation Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds Sorry. like something I don't want to get. No, no, it'd be bad. Like, uh, and then lastly, I just got to go back to this one every year. PlayStation Plus All Access. I'm changing the name, folks. It's the new service which combines PS Plus now and brings in PS Classics, movie and music and anime discounts. Mm. Why not? I'm just throwing everything in the kitchen yeah. sink. Why not? That's I think this is the year it's going to happen. I think I actually do think you're genuinely right about this. I, I do think it's time, and I hope they do something because Game Pass is just leaving them in the dust. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's a time to bring more value to subscriptions. That's where we're headed. 70 bucks or in Canada, I don't know you gentlemen, how much you pay for your games. It's exactly. (laughs) Why not? And then bring out DLC for the games and make more money off of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. 100%. Yeah. So we moved to Nintendo. So Mark, say your game and then I've got a witty response. Wave race. (laughs) We're getting excite boat. You know what? I'll take it. Excite Trucks was fine. <laughs> you like that? I did. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Thank I you. I would still play the hell out of Excite Boats. I'm not going to lie, but like Wave Race needs to come back. Whether it's on like the 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 N64 DLC thing, which I I'm sure it will be, but I hope people play the hell out of it there, and Nintendo realizes like, oh right, we should do something with this since freaking blue storm on the gamecube like let's go uh so yeah wave race come back hot we sports resort had that had a up. jet ski right <laughs> <laughs> chaos <laughs> oh, i can laugh in many different ways mark yeah um <laughs> yeah that yeah that happened sorry i'm gonna make mark cry Ugh. wave race Yes. <laughs> Matt. Yeah. Uh, I think that for their expansion pass, I think they're really going to need to show some value to keep people around for year two. I know myself and I know a number of other people who signed up for year one because of the promise of the Animal Crossing, you know, Happy Home Paradise. Um, and I think they're going to need to do something similar for year two to keep people engaged because I don't know if they're going to really add too much value. Nintendo likes to really piecemeal out all their stuff. Um, but I do think that they're going to say, hey, sign up for year two and you get Breath of the Wild 2 DLC. I think they're going because I think Breath of the Wild will be coming out. The sequel will be coming out probably around October, November. And, you know, a year out would have been November um, from the launch of the expansion pass. I could t- easily see them being saying, OK, well, sign up for the expansion pass. You get Breath of the Wild 2 DLC. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's how they're going to kind of make their proposition value to people to sign up again. Um, and I think it'll work. Yep. I love that all DLC is in the expansion pass. It's a huge value. Um, I I floated all of my family pass members with the Animal Crossing content. I played none of it. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you to all of my family members for letting me pay for that, not enjoying that <laughs> myself. And I got to play some win back. Win back. It's okay. Wave Race is win coming. Wave Race is coming. I'm doing it for Mark. I'm going to play like 85 hours of Wave Race just so can yes. Mark can get his sequel. All right. There you go. Yes. Absolutely. Um, you know what? Now that I've played Mario Kart, it's just the... Extensively. <laughs> everything is... Ha- extensively, yeah, for like 90 minutes maybe. I don't know. Um, Mark, uh, Nintendo, subscribe to Mark Switch, please. Um, <laughs> um, I'm saying that because that's happened... Mario Nintendo Kart is announced. Not Mario Kart 9. We're getting Nintendo Kart where they go all in, similar to Smash Brothers Ultimate, where all the Nintendo franchises come to a kart franchise and they just go whole hog and they have fun with it. Why not? It makes too much sense. That's why not. I cannot wait for Nintendo Kart to be just 87 Fire Emblem characters. That's going to be amazing. I just want to see so much sword fighting. Yeah. It's just. You're driving swords. Sword fighters. Yeah. That's. Yeah. It's like you're surfing on swords. 
There you go. They can make like a like a sword jet ski almost. So I have Love I have it. to ask I have to ask then top three guest characters who would you want in Nintendo cart that aren't Nintendo characters? Uh, banjo. Okay. Um. Mm, man. Sonic. Okay. And Master Chief. Nice, solid three. Todd, what about you? What's what's your three guest characters for Nintendo Kart? Um, Bloodborne Man. So he can Perfect. scare the crap out of everybody. Um, is that his name, Bloodborne Man? I don't know. We'll uh, uh, look, look into that. Officially. Okay. Uh, then we're going with um, Sweet Tooth. Okay. Why not? Uh, <laughs> cool. Makes sense, total sense. Um, and then we're going with uh, Daxter because he's fun. Okay. Okay. Solid. Does is Jack the cart then? Do you ride Jack as you as you know Jack wants to sit on his shoulder? Is Jack just booking it? Jack's just booking it. Yeah, he's just like, and then Dexter's just like riding him. With the, what is Carrot it? Strapped, whatever you call it. Yeah, maybe maybe a little electric prod, cattle prod. There you go. Uh, that's great. Uh, and that's I love it. for Sonic. For mine, I want him to run because in Sonic Team Racing, he drives a car. And why the hell would Sonic drive a car? So in this one, well, he has to just run alongside the carts. Mark, he's probably just pedaling the cart, right? He's Sonic powered, Lintstone right, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. He's just his feet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it. pretending what, to be actually what, driving. What, uh, what character? And he gets a huge chili dog that knocks him yeah. over like Fred Flintstone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> For me, I would want. I, I think Sonic's a great call. I'd want Mega Man. Oh, uh, hell yeah! Mega Man would be ton. Would, would be really cool. He'd be. I want uh, Battle Network Mega Man because I feel like Ooh. he'd be a badass with his gun and just. Uh, and Joker from Persona Five, just because why not? I want Persona Five and everything. So, because yeah. the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. My son would say the same because I think that that soundtrack. Woo! It's a banger Great. for all yep. those people that love the term banger. It's a banger. Man, we just lost like 10 subscribers right there. <laughs> um, let's see. Then we get to Xbox. So at this point, we don't have an Xbox aficionado on the show, so we can just be crazy and wacky and just have a good time. So, uh, Mark. Mm-hmm. New Banjo game is announced. Xbox uh, exclusive to start. They might do some dealings with Nintendo to get the old banjo games on the N64 expansion pass. Uh, but the, the new one's starting off on Xbox. It's a cooking simulator. <laughs> He's actually going to be in breath of the wild too, helping link out with all his meth. So that's so right. He's a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, Matt. Uh, I think that by year's end, and this is again more so in the in the I really wish it happens more so in, than than in the I think it'll happen. Uh, Game Pass is going to be on Switch. I think Game Pass is going to come to Switch if it right. if it's the Switch Pro or Switch Two or whatever you want to call it. Uh, everything will be cloud based. It's all going to be. They have the technology. You can play Game Pass from your phone. You can play Game Pass on older Xboxes. They stream it all. Uh, Switch already has cloud based games. Uh, and they seem to be getting along quite well with each other right now. Uh, I think they didn't want to do it at first just because, you know, new consoles and everything. But I think with like a Switch 2, a Switch Pro, if that is real and that's coming, I think that's going to, you're going to have a Game Pass on Switch by the end of the year. I'm going to delve Excellent. deeper into this. Okay. Um, 
I'm thinking how they could do this. You have to have a Nintendo Switch Online first, like the first mm-hmm. barrier. Mm-hmm. But it's not 15 bucks a year. It's 5 bucks on Switch to do a cloud streaming only option. Okay. Or or if you already have Ultimate. I think it's yeah, one or yeah. the other. I don't think yeah, they're yeah. going to charge people that like, I don't have an Xbox, but I'm going to pay $15 to stream. So... Hmm. I think you're on something. That's what I mean. I think that we, we might see some different pricing tiers. I think Ultimate might probably just get roped in, like you said. Um, but if you're a Switch player and you want to get in, I think they might have like a reduced price cross because, I mean, what PC Game Pass is cheaper than uh, just normal Game it's Pass, right? 10 bucks for PC Game Pass, 10 bucks for Game Pass. Ultimate okay. includes all of them with Live for 15 It's It's very expensive to ask people just to stream for 15 So I yeah, think I it's, a, it's a hybrid model, maybe. I think you're right. But yeah. Game Pass Switch. What about you, Todd? Um, I'm saying Xbox purchases IO Interactive. I think this studio has so much promise. After Hitman Interactive, um, Hitman 3, sorry. Mm-hmm. They're making a new franchise with Dragons, apparently, which I don't understand. But still, it's never stopped Xbox from buying a studio when they have commitments. <laughs> They're like, hey, do what you do. <laughs> And we'll eventually get you to come back, and those games will be on our system, anyways. But I think it's a it's a it's a it's a genre they don't have is that stealth genre. So it makes a lot of sense that they would come in and Hitman is so it just it, I think it's refreshed itself. Mm-hmm. It, my surprise of the year was Hitman uh, the the second level where you were do basically doing Knives Out. Loved mm-hmm. it so good. Um, anybody is afraid of that game? Play the the level two Knives Out. It's Clue, whatever you want to call it. It's so fun. So I think that's what they would do, is just buy them because it gives them a new genre to play in. I think that makes so much sense, especially what happened with Square, especially because like they've been consistently killing it with Hitman, and even just how much backwards compatibility they have they built in within Hitman into its older stuff. They have the VR mode. There's so much going on there. I think, Todd, I think this is a a smash of a purchase. I really hope you're right, because I think it makes too much sense. Mm. Mark, you got to play Hitman, man. At least... A couple of levels. I think you've enjoyed it. Never click with me, but I, I want to try it just for that your description of that level. But uh, the Hitman games in the past, I've I've never really clicked with, and I've tried several times to get into them. But uh, stealth and and that kind of tactical planning just uh, doesn't usually sit with me. But um, I might just just on your recommendation. Yeah, it's it's you can just be stupid and still have a good time, and you don't have to be like, uh, 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 you know, you don't have to be silent, uh, silent snake. You don't have to be like Sam Fisher. You can be just like Inspector Clouseau, <laughs> bumbling idiot, having a good time uh, and investigating. Uh, and then I say that Xbox is announcing a Elite Series Three controller with the enhanced haptic feedback to get their feet dangled into the extra features because I've been seeing the Series Two on steep discounts and it's been two or three years. So it's time for a new elite controller because it doesn't even have the share button that the series controllers do. So it's time and add in those extra features there's already a premium controller. And then when you get the next Xbox series controller, because you get wetted the whistle, the next series controller iteration has those features. So there you go. Phil Phil Spencer said that he was very interested in like exploring that kind of technology that's in the PlayStation, like the advanced haptic triggers and and that kind of stuff. So that, that makes a ton of sense. Mm -hmm. Agreed. All right. Third party. This is our last category, gentlemen. Let's dig in. Mark, 
Yeah. So uh, bouncing off your earlier uh, failed prediction of EA going all in on Star Wars, I think we're going to see Jedi Fallen Order 2 announced probably not released, but I'd love a surprise. Like we're ready for the fall kind of, uh, you know, announce it at, uh, some sort of like may the fourth kind of thing. Um, show it off more at E3 and, and release it by the fall as, as kind of a surprise this year kind of drop. I'd love that. Don't expect it to happen, but I do expect to hear some more, uh, about Cal and the crew in Jedi fallen order Two. Do you think it's going to be called Fallen Order 2? Do you think it's going to be Jedi with a different like subtitle? Or do you think they're just going to go with Fallen Order 2? I, I would like them to come up with a different thing. But I think Fallen Order has a lot of name recognition now. So mm-hmm. I could see them going Fallen Order 2. Uh, but I, I would like them to do you know Jedi, um, you know, Lost sister or something like that, or, you know, just yeah, like yeah. So come up with some other name of, of whatever kind of story they're going after. Um, cause the order already fell. So now it's, uh, are they going to rebuild? Are they going to go off on mm. whatever adventure? So, um, a, a different naming convention makes sense, but from a marketing perspective, I'm wondering if fallen order as a brand will win. Uh, so that, that'll actually be a really, really interesting, like, bit to follow like who won the creative team or the marketing team uh which one spoke louder so uh i'm 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 waiting to see on that one mark i've got the title hold on jedi wave race jedi colon fallen or colon 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 (laughs) your brother you're nailing this (laughs) um Binks Ascendant. Oh, perfect. Yes, Jar Jar's redemption story slash fall into darkness. Uh, this is Darth, where we get it, Mark. Darth Jar Jar. We get it. We get it, Mark. That's that's happening. My predictions for Jar Jar stealing Boba Fett's armor fell flat. <laughs> so now that we didn't get that, we're getting him in this. I, we're still doing the Jar Jar predictions after this round of third party, right? That's it, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, okay, cool. Let's make sure. We got Yoda Adventures on the what the Game Boy Mark Game Boy Color. Yes, there we go. So we're getting <laughs> worst game ever. <laughs> we need a sequel, Mark. So that's what we're doing. Yes, that is the sequel that everyone's been waiting for. Okay, Matt. Before you yeah. get started, quick mm-hmm. question: mm-hmm. My son wants to try Final Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh-huh. I'm waiting. I asked Ryan, "How can he play?" He's like, "Gotta wait." Do you think he'll be able to play Final Fantasy fourteen in 2022? I think so sooner rather than later. I actually asked Ryan the same question on the PlayStation Drive last week because I, I have it, and I'm just kind of waiting for the cues to come down before I jump back in. Um, he seems to think it'll be within the month, and I, tr- I trust okay. him. He's he's the the follow the Final Fantasy fourteen czar, so I, I believe in it. I believe in in his word. Um, and if not, well, I mean, uh, you know, that sucks. Um, my son has horrible timing by the way he always buys a game so. right before it goes like to game pass or playstation plus or whatever and it's like he i want to play final fantasy 14 dad i'm like they aren't selling it <laughs> yeah it's, it's the, even the free trial is gone so exactly sorry I, I hope he can jump in soon because it is fantastic um but for my uh third party i'm saying that final fantasy 16 um you know 
widely known to be to develop by the same team that's done with, that's doing Final Fantasy 14. So, uh, and they kind of had a, a new story recently saying that, okay, sorry, we've been gone for a bit. We've been all hands on deck on Endwalker, but, you know, we'll give you more information in the spring. I genuinely believe this game is much further along um, than I think they're showing. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to get like, you know, that spring thing. And they're going to say, you know what, coming out this fall, I'm going to say November. Final Fantasy, at least a lot of their main entries, their numbered entries have launched in that October, November, December timeframe. And I think November for it. And I think they're going to do a demo for it in, over the summer. Um, I, I wanted to say E3, but who knows if E3 is even going to be a thing anymore. So sometime during, uh, you know, Jeff Keighley's summer of whatever, I forgot the name for his thing already. Summer um, of fun. Thank you. Summer of fun. Summer's mess. I can only think of Jeff Grubb's game mess. That's exactly what went <laughs> to my mind first. Um, but yeah, so I thinking, I'm thinking Final Fantasy 16 uh, will get, re-unveiled they're going to drop a demo this summer with the full game coming this november crazy it's 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 been oh six years since we've had final fantasy 15 crazy Mm -hmm. wow yeah so uh, it's time it's time and i i just feel like i feel like they're more ready than they've they've been showing off i feel like they've squares i would hope that they've learned their lesson after final fantasy 7 remake and then all they heard was where's final fantasy 7 remake for years and same thing happened in Final Fantasy 15. I I hope they're waiting and they're going to be like, it's out in the next six months. And I, I hope I'm right on this one because I really want to play that game. Perfect. Awesome. I will wrap this up, gentlemen, with the last prediction. And it's in two parts. First part is Skylanders Ultimate Collection or Disney Infinity Unlocked is announced. Uh, we actually already have uh, Disney Infinity is actually unlocked on PC currently where you can play Disney Infinity without the characters and just play the game and all of the uh, characters are just unlocked. You don't need the pieces and things like that. Um, I think it's time to bring back those games Mm -hmm. without all of the pieces and just allow people to have a good time because I think there's a lot of nostalgia. The games are fun. It's very family friendly. They could do this with Lego as well if they wanted to. But I think this Mm -hmm. is long past the opportunity to bring back these awesome games and remove that like even even uh, what was the uh ubisoft flight game uh starlink 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 yeah same thing there uh starlink actually had a only digital game versus uh Mm -hmm. as well so i think it's time to bring that back because i think a lot of people are nostalgic for it especially people like mark who have children uh sean capri who has children and Mm -hmm. to find that stuff and hopefully it's backwards compatible it's just silly bring these back do I have to bring up my Apple Music most played uh, list again? Because <laughs> the freaking Skylanders theme song was like number two on my list or number three or something like that. So, um, yeah, definitely time to bring that back. Especially yes. like you've mentioned before with like Halo, if they use Disney Infinity as a new platform, every time there's a new movie that comes out, throw in a level, throw in a couple of characters. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you don't have to have a whole licensed game for it. I think that makes a ton of sense, Todd. I think you're onto something here. Yeah, they actually have, there's even a collector's uh, series of action figures now. I can't remember who's making it. Mark, you might have even seen it, where it's like these Disney characters where they look like they're like ready to fight in a uh, cyberpunk <laughs> environment. Yeah, like I forget what they're called. Multiverse or Omniverse yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I saw those the other day. Yeah, just use those as the models. Bring them in the game. It's very, it's very much. Um, but last question for you two. If another franchise got like a Toys of Life, but don't have to have Toys of Life, what should have been that franchise that became a Toy of Life game? Uh, Digimon. Ooh. Digimon is 
It, it totally works. In I mean, it's a it's a whole digital internet monster thing anyway. I think that those games are far better than the Pokemon games have been in a long time. Um, the Cyber Sleuth games are genuinely fantastic, and I think that it would have been so easy to just you know buy one of the figures, and the, if you buy new figures, you unlock different Digivolution routes. Um, you know, there's a whole world that you can build it around. I think that Digimon really would have been a great version of a Toys to Life game. I feel weird for going to Pokemon now after you just said a better option. So, uh, <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> yeah, they did some few the, some weird ones back in the days with uh, uh was it Pokemon Rumble? Was that the game series where yeah, you buy like blind bog bags or whatever? Yeah, there, so there mm-hmm. was kind of that iteration of it, but I think oh. um yeah, I think Pokemon or the man, I I'm trying to think of some other franchises that have uh, like a ton of characters to pick from, right? But I, I don't know. Um Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Uh which, but I'd love to see even like, and I wanted to see this with Amiibo, um, just some sort of open like Nintendo land game that you could pick, uh, at one point you could drop Mario in there. And at the other point you could drop, uh, you know, Mirth or something and, and, you know, just to tackle different pl- points of, of platforming action or something like that in this open world that, that, uh, or, or multiple world kind of thing that, that comes together with like this stage looks like it's from Zelda this day and you know the universe is crashed together so you have to get your team to make it through and uh you mm-hmm. know Marth can sword fight and and Mario can jump high and and this person can do this and you know you, you unlock different characters with with the amiibo and I, I I always waited for that amiibo game that never really happened and they became kind of statues with like minor DLC rather than like this thing that I kind of want it to happen. So give that, me that ultimate mean. Alliance, but that I yeah. have, like, that's a good one. Go. That's a good yeah. one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Mark, I was going to say Nintendo RPG. What a Mario RPG. Give us Nintendo RPG. You mm-hmm. drop in three characters. They it's turn based. Mm-hmm. You've got all these disparate groups. You've got the enemies. You're bringing the minions. I thought that was going to be the perfect way to bring in these characters. Turn based, with characters, their special abilities. So fun. It's a no brainer, but they don't mm-hmm. listen to Todd because I've been banned. <laughs> yep. Especially with an RPG, you can get away with using, reusing so many assets and making it oh, yeah. look kind of similar and stuff like that would have been such an easy sell, but mm-hmm. you know, Nintendo, what Nintendo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, lastly, this is Mark's going to love this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that um, uh, Fortnite Epic just bought one of the best music game developers of all time. Um, why? Because I think they should make Rock Band within Fortnite. And they get third-party creators to make the instruments so we can play Rock Band a game. Why not? Have a good Rock Band party. I could play as, like, I don't know, the Banana Dude and just rock out. I could play Black Widow, any of those characters, and you're just using the skins, but you're performing the instruments, the mics, you're singing. How awesome would that be? If if they really want to lean into the the metaverse, metaverse yeah, gonna, <laughs> you said it, Mark. I love. I the know song I said that. it. Thank you. It's like hi, uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, if they really want to lean into that, 
that's a, a way to do it. They've got Fortnite creative that you can kind of go and do your stuff and, and play as any character. And they've got, you know, battle Royale and, and whatever, but taking exactly what you said, those characters that your skins, uh, who you want to be and, and, you're, you know, you you get known for those kind of characters. You're, you're always this person. I, there's a few people that a few skins that I see in Fortnite that I'm like, Oh yeah, that's the, the, the one my friend Andrew like always wears every time. That's the one I associate with him. Right. Um, and you get that kind of thing in, in rock band or in a different kind of game. Like that's, that's the way to start doing this. So that, that's a brilliant idea, Todd. Also, like, what an easy way. They also have all those live concerts. Why not let you kind of play along with whatever artist is performing, right? What mm-hmm. an easy way to say, okay, here's a track list. Everybody can play along with it. You're only going to hear your own mistakes, of course. But, like, what an easy way to just kind of incorporate that in on top of, like, again, like, you can possibly design your own concerts around these songs and stuff. Like you said, the creative mode is there for you to play with. I think that's brilliant. I think that's mm-hmm. such a good call. And, I mean, harmonics could do it easily. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and the competitive nature of Fortnite is for everybody. And if you want to make a space to play, because everybody's hearing about what's cool stuff happens, it's like, I just want to shoot people. I just want to have a good time with all these goofy people that are these cool characters that I love. Let me do something fun in that space. And making music and doing karaoke, it's such a no-brainer. And sell those instruments because people like holding on to them and having microphones. My biggest problem with Rock Band always was, if I'm not the singer, I still want to play guitar and know the lyrics so I can sing along badly. Why did they always eliminate the lyrics for anybody that wasn't singing? I just want to see what the lyrics are. Cause I don't know lyrics and songs. I always mess them up. Make me look cool guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Good. That's a great idea. That would be awesome. I would love to karaoke in Fortnite with you guys. I would be banana guy. Mark, yeah. who would you be? Uh, probably, uh, the, the shark dude is, uh, yeah. Okay. Matt, who would you be in Fortnite and would karaoke with us? Uh, I would hundred percent karaoke with Spider-Man. Um, I, I have never felt the urge to come back to Fortnite as I have recently with just so I can get that Spider-Man thing. But then I heard you guys talking about it on the podcast and how he's like the last rank. And I'm like, you sons of bitches. I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) So sadly, um, that was true, but also not true because they did release a no way home package in Fortnite that you could just buy just like Brock was asking for. You could just straight up buy no way home Spider-Man uh, and Mary Jane. You can still unlock a different Spider-Man mm-hmm. at the end of the, the season past here. But if you just wanted to go in and rock as Spider-Man, uh, you could have done that. I think he may have rotated out of the shop, but I'm sure he'll be back. Uh, but okay. yeah, that, that was a thing. Um, right now I think it's Boba Fett unless he rotated out too, but yeah, that was, um, that was a thing that, and I couldn't believe it after Brock was asking, uh, uh, you know, Oh, do I have to play all 100 tiers? And I was like, yeah, well you do. But, and, and then it, right after, I think right as soon as it was published, it was just like, maybe not. Nope. Never you can mind. buy it. Yeah. Well, then maybe I'm going to have to hop back in. The one thing for me for Fortnite is I just want to know build mode. I just let me run around and shoot everybody that's because I can decimate it again this year. I hope it. Then I'm in. I'm, I'm so in because mm-hmm. it's such a fun game. Even a save the world mode could be fun. You know, back that's like the, the hallmark, right? It's mm-hmm. basically that uh, got a, uh, that, that uh, tower defense, whatever you're going to call it, was a lot of people love that. My son, that's what he wanted to play for. So, um, but I will say this uh, throwback PlayStation Home did it first. 
they're just too early. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's my PlayStation prediction. That's coming back this year. You just oh yeah, it's VR. coming back in the metaverse. Yeah, metaverse. Uh, perfect. Oh my goodness, this was a ton of fun, folks. I hope you enjoyed the ride. We are done with our predictions. Twenty twenty two will play out exactly as we called it. Don't even check their predictions for next year because we're a hundred percent on it, and I will get greater than point oh three two point one point points. Nailed it. <laughs> excellent well thank you matt tell people how they can follow you on the interwebs yeah well firstly thank you so much for having me guys it was an absolute pleasure i'd you know i'd be glad to rock back with you guys anytime this was a lot of fun uh as for myself you can find me over on burnout brighter which is at youtube.com slash burnout brighter or any podcast network of your choosing um or on twitter at burnout underscore matt uh we are currently gearing up to be releasing a mental health series that's going to be starting next monday um where every week we are going to be talking to different doctors and different healthcare professionals about uh different you know different topics in mental health. Uh, it was supposed to go out over the holidays, but just life happened and we're a little bit late to the game, but it's going to be starting next week. Um, we're going to be raising, we're going to be doing a fundraiser alongside that. We have some pretty cool stuff that some um, industry friends have given us to give away. Um, so get ready for that. We're raising money for Guardians Mental Health. They make amazing mental health kits that they send out free of charge to people who need them. Um, so we're going to be starting that next week. But other than that, we have the regular show. And of course, you can find me over on Yumi and Capri rocking the PlayStation Drive with Ryan Turford every week. Woo! Official uh, legal counsel and yep, secretary. I, I yep. can't remember your your posts within that. Yeah, uh, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm the secretary along with the legal counsel. I have a very important business card I made myself with crayons. Um, don't tell Sean; he's going to take it away from me. <laughs> Perfect. Excellent. So, uh, before we jaunt off, uh, Mark, tell people where they can find you in gaming and on the interwebs. Well, you can find me on uh, Twitch. Twitter and Instagram at the underscore Canardian, and you can find me on uh, Xbox and Switch at Canardian without the the. <laughs> that was the smoothest way I could have said that. That was perfect. you're a smooth criminal. There you go, Marky Mark. Uh, you can follow me at T Oxtra on the interwebs. I will shout at the clouds as the old man of the interwebs. Uh, I also will call out things that I see as injustices in the world uh, to make the world a little bit better place. If you want to game with me, uh, Spartion98 on Xbox and Switch and Spartion1998 on PlayStation. So there we go. This has been a fantastic journey. I hope everyone had a good time along the way. And with that, I will say thank you, Matt. Thank you, Mark. And with that, it's always better to game together. This podcast is part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network. Visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows, articles, news, reviews, and more. Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server, or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search Secret Friends Unite. Thanks for listening.